My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, episode 35, starts now. My main man, motherfucking Jameis, that nigga that stole them crab legs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to my Big Black Fantasy Podcast. It's episode number 35. 35. I'm B. This is Dog. What's up? What's up? And picking up the pieces from week seven or week eight. What? I always screw that up. It was week eight. We're going yeah. into week nine. Yep. All right. That's it. I got to do better, folks. It's all good. Yeah. So from week eight, Doggy and I on the losing end of things, unfortunately, for week eight. But it happens. It happens. Losses happen. You cannot win every fantasy game. You try to. And in my back of my head, I always have a dream of just finish a perfect <clears> season. But it won't be this year for me. I've now had my second loss. Doggy now is in the position where he pretty much has to win out to do something this year. But our le- our league is stacked up, so he still has action. Um, how you feeling there, Doggy? Man, I'm, I'm I'm feeling okay. You know, a little disappointed. Um, but you know what? Just have a glass of tequila, and then <laughs> and then just you know regroup and you know go to week nine. That's and all make it do. happen. Yeah, that's all you can do. Um. I got to talk about my trade. I made a trade this past week, which, and this is going to be kind of the theme of the show, is I think you are now, you know, more and more managing your team for the future in terms of trying to get to the end of the season as opposed to week to week. I traded Robert Woods and Jonu Smith for Zach Ertz. Uh, that tr- that trade <laughs> went on the other side or benefited the other side this week as Jonu Smith scored 19 points and Jack Zach Ertz Got me a damn four points. But my thought is, and when I made the trade, I thought, hey, he may be in a slump right now. He's too good not to have a breakout at some point, and hopefully that's later in the season, and hopefully I can benefit from that in the playoffs. Doggy, what do you think of that trade? I think it's a great trade really for you. Even if Zach Ertz, you know, he had an off week, you know they're going to go through practice this week, and then Peterson's going to get him to rock, you know, because they have to, you know, Philly needs Zach Ertz. Most definitely. Because he's a top five tight end in the league still. So I think that's a great trade for you, man. Because you never know what to expect with John New Smith because, you know, Delaney Walker's on his way back. So, you know, that that was a great trade, and I think that'll help you in the playoffs. Well, that's where we're trying to get to. And at 6-2, and I have a good shot. But it'd be great to be able to pick up a couple more wins. I got David Johnson still hurt. It seems like the David Johnson injury is like the Secret Service or something. You can't get any real information on how hurt he is. You know that they picked up Kenyon Drake. Yeah, over the that's past scary. Week. And, you know, they lost another back, of course. Uh, everything is a game-time decision, which seems like bullshit to me because you know when you know if he hasn't practiced all week, he's not playing, more than likely. So he's probably not playing Thursday. Oh, no, I, I doubt he's playing you know, Thursday. So, you know, I, it, you know, for them to pick up Kenyon Drake, something's going on. Most definitely. You know, because usually they have backs in, you know, on, on their team. No, you're you right. You know what I'm saying? So something's going on with uh, either the the backup for David Johnson or him. Yeah. And speaking of trades and whatnot, uh, it is the trade deadline. It just passed as we were taping this show. It is now one eleven Pacific Standard Time. Uh, 11 minutes passed. Uh, no big, big, big trades. Uh, uh, keep to leave to the Dolphins. Uh, we told you about Kenyon Drake a minute ago. Not really much else, unless you know. Sometimes you get those late reports of stuff that happened that they didn't get public right away. Yeah. Um. You know, 
we have one of the uh, folks in our league, the Coxman League, that we are very proud of. His name is Top. Top. He, Top he joined dog. us. Yes, he did. He joined us last year. Talked a lot of shit. And that's what he does. But we love him. We do. Yeah. He's going to join us in a little bit. But until he does, um, why don't we just get into what we do best? And, yeah. you know, wh- why we're here for you, to give you guys the best advice possible. Um, first of all, let's get into it. The bye weeks this week. So if you've got your lineup near you, the Atlanta Falcons, Cincinnati Bengals, L.A. Rams, and New Orleans Saints are all on buys. Get those guys out of your lineups to avoid a zero. You don't want that donut. And some injuries to look at going into week nine. <laughs> and James Conner. Always hurt. And that's why I didn't draft him. That's why I didn't draft him. Had him last year. He could not finish a game as it got to the end of the season. And he, it's still the habit. People say, well, there's no such thing as being injury prone. Yes, there is. There, are, is. Pe- there are people who Stays hurt. habitually stay hurt. He is one of them. So, you know, buyer beware uh, if you uh, have James Conner on your team the rest of the season. Uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, of course. Jay Maddie cuffed him. Yeah, he did. And that was smart. He's a Steeler fan. Yeah. So he knows. He knows yeah, that he, he gets hurt. He a lot of running backs. I look yeah, at Yeah, so he has Snell. But now Snell's hurt. That motherfucker Jay Maddie. <laughs> Snails hurt, and Jalen Samuels is bouncing back from anything. Pittsburgh's looking at a sketchy situation for backs this week, so please monitor that as you set your lineups. Um, Chase Edmonds uh, injured three weeks hamstring. Again, a messy situation in Arizona and in Pittsburgh with their running backs. As I mentioned, nobody knows how hurt David Johnson is, and they won't tell us. Chase Edmonds out three weeks. They just got Kenyon Drake. I expect Kenyon Drake to play a ton uh, on Thursday versus the Niners. Uh, I'm sure he's studying the playbook right now. And the injury that I don't know if anybody cares about, Joe Flacco. Does anybody care that Joe Flacco's hurt? Nobody gives a fuck about Joe Flacco. But, you know, because he's been inconsistent anyway. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that might help. Whoever's coming off the bench for Flacco, it might help Mm -hmm. the offense a little bit. But the thing that is most interesting about that injury is that he got (laughs) – he came out on the news conference, started talking shit about the coach, and then mysteriously got hurt. You notice that? Yeah. I don't think he's hurt. I think the coach told him he's not going to play uh, yeah, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> because, you know, Joe Flacco, you know, nowadays you have to get out the pocket. Even Brady gets out the pocket a little bit. Yeah. You know, at his age. Joe Flacco is just not, you know, he's not a mobile quarterback. Yeah. And nowadays you need a quarterback to get out that pocket just a little bit. Even Stafford to do it just a little bit. He's a pocket passer, but he still can move his legs. A la Derek Carr. You know, mm-hmm. they can get out the pocket. Yeah. Joe Flacco stands up like the Statue of Liberty, man. No, nobody cares about that injury. And um, he has, I mean, he got paid and then he has never played to that Super Bowl level ever again, which, I mean, congratulations to Joe. He got a check, which is great, but nobody cares about that injury. Um, Another thing no one possibly could care about, Andy Dalton's bench. Does anyone care that Andy Dalton's bench? Nobody? Well, you know what? Mm -hmm. Maybe for the defense that's going up against the rookie, you know, yeah. you could yeah. you could go ahead and get the defense that's going up against Cincinnati. Yeah, Ryan Finley is and, his name. And test them out. Yeah, yeah. No, um, uh, Cincinnati is a mess. Just like Miami's offense, for the most part, is a mess. Miami has some intrigue because of uh, Fitzpatrick. He puts it up, so you know you got to watch that. But mm, do I care that Ryan Lindley starts? Does it affect their receivers? I don't know. I mean, they could. I mean. They weren't doing that great anyway. Boyd is off, off and on. Um, the guy is it Tate? Is that the other receiver yeah. people have been hyping up? Tate. He, I mean, his success is marginal. 
You know, it's you need like we had the show a couple weeks ago. You talk about teams to buy stock in. You should have sold stock in Cincinnati a long time ago. No one, no one from Cincinnati should be on your team. Yeah, and that AJ Green injury was just terrible. That's for an, fantasy owners, man. It was just like you might as well draft Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, and that that <laughs> no, it's the same shit. You got zero in the lineup, zero games. As a matter of fact, Antonio Brown would have been better because he played. He got a touchdown, <laughs> but. Another another guy perpetually injured is A.J. Green. And so that's why I did not draft him, and I'd advise others not to draft him in the future because he's still going to get hurt wherever he goes. Um, let's see here. Um, our ad suggestions for the week. Uh, my ad suggestion there, dog, is Vance McDonald. And it's, it's, a, it's a sneaky sort of ad because he has sucked this whole year. But he has two very, very, <clears throat> very prime matchups coming up where the tight end should flourish. Uh, week 9, this week, of course, versus Indiana, and Week 10 versus the Rams. Both teams are very generous to tight ends. Who do you want to add this week there, Doc? Well, I was looking at Darren Fells um, out of Houston mm-hmm. um, to add him this week because, you know, the tight end position is very thin and slim. Yes. Um, especially if you don't have, a, like, a top 7 or 8 tight end. And what happened to me was I lost Will Disley, so that kind of killed my, you know, tight end position. But... Fails has been, you know, streaming up, mm-hmm. and um, that's. And then I would like to add maybe Philadelphia's defense. Oh yeah, this week. Mm-hmm. You know, Philadelphia they, they they'll be at home, and you know they're going against Chicago. I mean, you know, Chicago's just like iffy. Yeah, Trubisky's gonna throw a pick, and you know, uh, what's the team playing Miami this week, man? Miami plays the Jets. Yeah, see, the, but Miami's at home. Yes. So, you know, that's kind of tricky because Miami can get hot at home. Yes. And the Jets, you know, you'd rather have your home crowd behind you when you're streaming it. You know, you're putting in a defense. Love the home team. Yeah, yeah, love the home team when I'm picking defenses. You mentioned Philly, a good play, and it speaks to something I'm doing this week. I have David Montgomery on my team. He broke out this week. I may not start him this week because I still don't trust Matt Nagy against somebody like Philadelphia in terms of defense. Matt Nagy, you would think that he would say, okay, this is my guy. This is what we're going to do every week now. I'm not so sure. And David Montgomery has not performed against the tougher defenses, so he may get a spot on my bench this week because I'm, pay- I'm playing matchups. It's that time of the year you play the matchups until you get, get proven wrong. And Matt Nagy has a long way to do that before he proves me wrong. Um Doggy, who are you dropping? Well, this week, um, dropping Eric Ebron. It just seems like when I pick him up, he doesn't perform. But I'll drop him this week, and he'll end up with 17 points. So <laughs> Most definitely. It's just like. <laughs> whatever, yeah, whatever the opposite like, is. It's like, you know, the, the I'm a GM, right? So mm-hmm. it's just like the players I pick up on the waiver wire at times, and he's one, don't perform. And then once I drop him, they perform, a la like Deontay Johnson. Yeah, he just went off. Last went night. off last I, night. I, I, I had him a couple weeks ago. So. Sure. No, that's just how it goes. Yeah, um, I'm dropping Corey Davis. Uh, you just can't count on him. You want to get excited because you hear about all this hype and what a great athlete, what a great receiver. He's just shorted because he has a bad quarterback. You want to see him? I mean, what is he? he had 20 points the week before. You'd like to see him to put two of these games together in a row, consecutive weeks. He can't do it. And and when I say he can't do it, it's not like he scores eight the next week. He falls off the planet. He scored two points. So, you know, you can sort of live with him off your team and, you know, again, matchup based as weeks go on. If he's out there and you need a receiver, maybe pick him up that week. 
he's not someone you necessarily need to keep a hold on because there's just not consistent production from Corey, and it hasn't been. And he's, you know, it's another situation. It's like David Montgomery, you blame the team and the coach. It's the system with Corey as well. You just hope that at some point he gets in a system where he can show his talent. Um, And there's breaking news. Uh Uh-oh, what's going on there, doggy? Trent Williams ended his holdout. Oh, so, wow. you know, for the, you know, Washington Redskins offense, that helps. Yes. You know, uh, protecting uh, Keenum's blind side. Yes. And he's the – Trent Williams is the best player on the Redskins, you know, so – and he's paid like it. Mm-hmm. So that 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 should help their offense. No, I think it, it's huge. And as a matter of fact, it segues. Doggy, perfect timing today, folks. Johnny on the spot over there. My rising star of the week, Adrian Peterson. And, yeah. And this helps it out. That this, helps it. This helps it out. Adrian Peterson, you now have a coach that is committed to running the ball, running the ball a lot. Adrian got so excited last week, he forgot he had an ankle injury and played and had a solid game, 14 points. Trent Williams comes back now. Yep. Um, that's good news for Adrian. Yep. It's good news for whoever's a quarterback. Yep. And good news for the offense as a whole. Um, Doggy, rising star of the week. My rising star of the week, I'm not going to give up on my boy. It's going to be D.D. Westbrook. Okay, D.D. You know um, – I played him last week. He ended up with an injury, but I think he's going to bounce back this week. You know, they're going to London. Mm-hmm. They're playing uh, Houston. Hopefully, he plays. Yeah, but I just I'm just expecting a big uh, game out of D.D. Westbrook because out of the slot receivers, he's the top three in the league mm-hmm. in fantasy points sure. production. So um, I'm gonna stick with him, man. I'm I have to ride with him. You know, some guys I just have to ride with. So I'm ride with D.D. Westbrook as my uh, rising star of the week. Yeah, D.D. Westbrook, the position dogs in, <clears throat> big play potential, and you need guys like that on the team that are going to get you over the hump to get you that win you need so badly at this point. Um, where we were right in week eight, uh, I was right with John. Oh, man, let me just give you the list of where I was right, people. I just want you to – Oh, no, this is going to be a long list. This is going to be a long list. Okay, so I told you about John <laughs> New Smith. That's 19 points versus Tampa Bay. That was right. I told you to go trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Touchdown. First game with the 49ers. Told you. Jacksonville, for the second week in a row, I've been right on Jacksonville. It was a sneaky play uh, for week six, seven, and eight. Uh, they had 18 points versus Cincinnati week seven. They had 16 points in v- versus Jacksonville week eight. I think I dropped them this week because uh, Deshaun Watson's coming to town. Right. <laughs> so, I don't know. Well, you I don't, know, still, it's not a home game for either one team. Yeah, that's true. They're playing in London, but. I don't want to. Yeah, let's not let's not kill it. Deshaun to throw a pick. Yeah, he he's good for one. He's good for one. Uh, Doggy, where were you right? I was right with telling everybody to go out and get Drew Brees. Yes, and you know he came back in and you know he did it. He, he did his damn thing, man. You know what I'm saying? And I was also right with saying start James White, mm-hmm. which I didn't do. Uh, but Mr. Consistent James could, White. How he could still, you not start? He still James brought White. eleven points. Okay, yeah, in the PPR league because that's what James White does. Yeah, that's what he does, and and you know it'll definitely it would have helped me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, trying to win. But um, other than that, you know, that's why I was right, man. You know, yeah. Now, now where we were wrong, I wasn't wrong. I looked through everything I said last week. I gave you those three or four gems. And I'm just going to say I was perfect. So rewind the tape if you want, but I'm perfect. So I wasn't wrong last week. Doggy, where were you wrong? I was wrong with starting Eric Ebron, but I had no choice. And I was wrong 
I can't really say I was wrong with D.D. Westbrook because you're not wrong because you can't predict injuries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I hope he, uh, you know, comes through for me this week. But mm. that's why I was wrong really with Ebron. I should have went out on a waiver wire and got a more consistent tight end. Even Doyle. I could get out of his teammate Doyle and I didn't do it. Well, I mean, t- tight end, like you mentioned, <clears throat> is, is it's very scarce. There's not a whole lot of tight ends out there. You're, it's tough with Ebron because he shares so many snaps with with uh, Doyle, and you know you have a lot of that left on you know the scrap heap on the waiver wire, so it's very tough. And that's why I went to pick up Zach Ertz, who segue again is my disappointment of the week. Um, yeah, they're playing the Bills. Yeah, they have tough defense versus tight ends, but I got to get more from Zach Ertz. I got Zach Ertz is too good to be getting four points and to be getting outshined by Dallas Goddard. If I'm if I got Zach Ertz on the team, I'm telling him, hey, look, look, man, look, you're Zach Ertz. Go out there and ball, man. Go out, get you some catches. Go out, run a couple nice patterns. Knock somebody out. Make you feel good about yourself. Get me at least ten this week, Zach. Come on. So, where were you disappointed, man? I was disappointed with my main man Jacobs. Yeah, <clears throat> Jacobs. You know he was playing with a shoulder injury, but he only ended up with nine fantasy points. You know, and um, you know he, you know they. They were you know, the Raiders usually are a run heavy team. Yeah. But all of a sudden Derek Carr throws three touchdowns. So, you know, what can you expect? Mm-hmm. But hopefully they didn't uh, you know, they'll get some goal line looks. They didn't get any goal line looks. Yeah. Last year. That's what I was I mean, last week. That's what I was hoping for. But uh, you know, shit, man. That's why I, you know, that's my disappointment of the week was my boy Jacobs. Yeah, and nothing to fret about. You're keeping him in, in your lineup. You're he's, damn right. He's going to play every week because they, they made a commitment to the run. They're going to keep feeding him the ball. He's had a good season for a rookie. Roll with Josh Jacobs. Just an off week. You hope he doesn't repeat it. Um, <clears throat> on the bubble. Who's on the bubble for you, doggy? Well, on the bubble for me is my boy. He's been on the bubble for me for a couple weeks. <laughs> but I'm holding him because I got you week 10 and Uh-oh. I might need him. Uh-oh. Uh, Matt Breida. Yeah, you know, he's on the bubble. Tevin Coleman's been getting um, a lot of bread. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, you know Shanahan. They, I, I don't know. They might have been fucking together in uh, <laughs> Atlanta. I don't know what the fuck's going on with it. But uh, obviously, Breeder went out with a little ankle injury, like he always does. And um, you know, he, he's just on my bubble. But I don't see like if I drop him, I don't have anybody to replace him. That's you know, wild. especially in week 10 because James White's not there. Mm-hmm. You don't have to match up with James White, so you're lucky about yeah. that when I go up against you. I'm happy about that. But uh, other than that, he, he's, he's still on the bubble, man. Mm-hmm. No, for me, it's Carlos Hyde. And <clears throat> Carlos Hyde has had put together a couple solid performances. He has a problem breaking past 9, 10 points because he doesn't score touchdowns. And, you know, when... Deshaun Watson is close. He's throwing to Fells now. Fells caught two, I think, two touchdowns or something like that. And Hyde has missed out. Uh, 80 yards last week, solid. But I don't know if that gets him in my lineup. I don't know if I can count on him this week. He's sort of in between. He may be a bench player this week. He may be a starter. I'm not quite sure. Uh, sneaky play for you, dog. Sneaky play of the week. It's either going to be Jamison Crowder, you know, because Jamison's going up against Miami this week. Mm-hmm. At Miami, um, or it's going to be. Hopefully, I can end up with uh, Fells. Yeah, the uh, tight, tight end, end out of Houston. Sure. So I have two sneaky plays of the week. Mm-hmm. So um, let, let's see what you know. What 
And I'm going to have one more stinky play of the week. Go. My main man, motherfucking Jameis. That nigga that stole them crab legs. <laughs> you know, so I'm going to throw this nigga up in the game. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, in my lineup because Breeze is out. Yes. So, you know, I'm, you know, he he's not really considered a sneaky play guy because they're usually playing from behind and Jameis puts up big numbers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, hey, I'm going to just mention Jameis' name, give him some love and, Hopefully some good karma rubs off on me, and that's it. Now eat, eat, man, eat that W, Jameis, like you was eating them crab legs. You damn right. Go, go, walk get right them. in that motherfucking store. Walk right out like a nigga. Yeah, and yeah. grab them crab legs. Go ahead, yeah. Jameis. Go get you some crab legs God and get this damn. win. All right, never mind. <laughs> my, my sneaky play of the week uh, And I did this before And it blew up my face I'm going to do it again Because I'm brave I'm bold I'm happening I'm what's new I'm what's real Miami defense And it's pumped up Because you're you're playing the Jets Who did not look good I know they were playing the Patriots But there were some questions I think Darno got a little exposed In that game A little bit Miami If you looked at them Monday night They lost the game Yes but they played like a team that wanted to win at least. They were up 14-0, and then something bad happened right before the half where they gave up a big play, and that was that sealed their fate, basically. This is a team that is not going to finish without a win. I, I got to say that partially because a black man coaches the team, and I just can't root against them. It's just, I, my blackness will not allow me to yeah. do it. So Miami's defense against the Jets, sneaky play, and it's also bolstered by the fact that they just got, who they get? Aqib Tlaib. Yeah, they just got Tlaib. Keep to leave. This is a man who's been shot. Yeah, and he just got traded. He's coming. I'm telling you, he's coming to work mad Who on. Was that on nigga Wednesday. hanging out at the strip club or something? He, yeah, or something like and that. And got right? shot at the strip club, and and now he plays for the Dolphins. Yeah, he got traded. He couldn't be happy about that. So he comes to work on Sunday mad. That's what I predict. He gets a pick, maybe a pick pick six. We'll go ahead and call that. Yeah, stay out of club Rolex. Yeah, or whatever they got down there in the club, club Lex or Rolex. Yeah, or crowbar or any yeah, of the nightclubs. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Miami's tough. We gotta get to Miami at some point. Yeah, but I digress. So I keep to leave in the Miami Dolphins. My sneaky play of Week Nine. We'll be back with more of my Big Black Fantasy Podcast after these words. You know, fantasy season is upon us. Everybody's excited, but you know who gets left out. You know, the fantasy, the you know the wives. The wives get left out. The girlfriends, you know, you you you're messing around with your fantasy. You're on your phone checking your players. You're, yeah, you're wheeling, you're dealing, all that other stuff. Do you know how to make sure your fantasy season ends up being a fantasy for her? How you gotta go to Touch of Romance, man. You gotta oh go to Touch yeah, of Romance. That's a great place. Go pick up some toys. It's yeah. the best you can do in adult entertainment. You get your toy. You got cock rings. You got. Doc Johnson's fuck machine, which Damn is called right. yeah, it's called the Power Banger, yeah, and it delivers superior power and endless deep pleasure. It's 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 unmatched. I'm gonna it, tell you what you do, man. What do you do? Early in the morning when you're watching the fantasy show, do it. You know, check on your injuries and everything early. Mess with her in the morning, and then right after the uh, late game, mess with her again before the uh, the five o'clock game comes on. Exactly. Touch of romance. Get the products. Touch of romance makes that all available. Right. You can find them by going to loverspackage.com. Remember, you get thirty five percent off purchases over one hundred twenty five dollars. And also, do you know what else they do, doggy? What they give you classes if you're in the L.A. area. No shit. Yes, they do. You can go and see the Restraints and Ropes workshop where they're talking about bondage. That's what they're talking about, dog. Oh, my goodness. They have workshops on bondage. They have workshops. That sounds fun. On squirting. Wow. (laughs) It's all true. So go ahead. Check out your people at 
Touch of Romance, loverspackage.com to find out more information for all of your adult entertainment needs. Yeah, make time for your wife. We're finally joined by, and I mentioned before, a young man who's in our league, Top, who is very respectable for and for coming off a win this past week in our Coxman League. Top, how you feeling? Man, I'm good, B. I'm good. How y'all doing, man? Doing great, man. Doing good. Uh, both of us suffering a loss, but, you know, we got to bounce back. Bouncing back this week. That's the plan. You're doing good this year. You got a hell of a team, man. That team is that team is, is kind of working out for you. That was, <clears throat> even though you lost, you still, like, on top of the league. I mean, you and that other guy, Matt, I believe his name is. So, yeah. I mean, we're still <laughs> working out pretty good for you. No, man, a lot of luck and a couple good moves, but, you know, that's, that's where it's at. But the thing is, is that it, it's the thing I preach about getting wins early because right now with David Johnson out, I'm kind of in a I'm I'm in a swirl a whirl whirlwind a little bit where I don't know where my points are coming from. So I can you know I don't want to lose the next couple weeks, but it's something I can afford to a certain extent. But I'm still trying to put something together to squeak out a win. I got a tough another tough match this week against a Hawk in our league and and whatever, but. You know, this shit is all luck, or, or, or well, it's combination luck and skill combined. So we just go with it. And and like we were talking about earlier, this season is not like any other season because the guys you count on week in and week out just haven't been there consistently. They, you know, the Ezekiel Elliott. It's a changing of the guard. It's, it's like the, the the NFL is changing, and so yeah. since it's changing. You got to start figuring out who the new who the new dogs are. Yeah, and the, the old the old dogs still gonna give you something, but they're not gonna give you what they used to give you. They're not the same thing anymore. Father Time's undefeated. You know that. Yeah. So that's what's been going on with that. I, I like I said, man, I'm trying to figure it out. I on paper, I don't think I should ever lose, but some nights they come out there and they're with an 85 point performance. I'm like. What? All y'all just put up 85 points? Devontae Freeman wants to have a fight in the game. Uh, Julio doesn't want to score. Uh, uh, somebody else gives me three points. Somebody doesn't even doesn't even post a point. Yeah. I'm like, what, what, what kind of game is this? You know, it's just like, you can't control that, man. It's just, that's, that's just the way this shit is. Mm-hmm. So there's no clear-cut favorite in our league. This thing is wide open. It's up for grabs. Everybody's available. Well, me, Everybody's available to make the playoffs. Let me say this, Todd. I think, I think for your team, you're hitting a stride. You may, This win was big for you. It was crucial this week. You're hitting a stride at the right moment because I'm looking at your team and looking at your lineup, and, okay, Julio's off, and Devontae Freeman, they have a bye next week. But that'll give Matt Ryan time to rest you know, from his ankle injury. So I think, like, yeah. for you to make a push into the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? I think, you know, it's everything happens for the, you know, best. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, this is a good time for your Atlanta players to have a bye. Yeah, well, here's the problem. You, I think you, you, you make a valid point. The unfortunate thing is you got to keep winning while people are struggling. But exactly. you have Chelsea Coleman. That's, <laughs> that's that's the hardest part to do. Now, I haven't even let Kevin Coleman get on the field because who, who knows what you're going to do. You had a seven-point game last week. Now you come with a 42-point game. I mean, who who, who are you? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think, I think uh, Shanahan and Kevin Coleman had a love relationship back in uh, 
<laughs> in Atlanta when they were together. So it is Shanahan, Atlanta. Yeah. You know, Tevin Coleman's going to get the goal line carries because, mm-hmm. you know, I have Matt Breida. Supposedly, he's supposed to be the lead back, and, you know, he's the starter. But Kevin, Tevin Coleman's going to get all the work, and he's going to get all the money. You know what I'm saying? So if I were, you know, like, hey, I think you're in a good position because you could, you could plug in Tevin Coleman and – and then you still got – you could plug in the old man for Julio this week and still have a productive uh, week, and you, you you fuck around and win again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's well, just like well, – you know. well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disappointed in, in who I got to back everything up. Yeah. The problem is – the problem is, like, you know, this week I'm going to put in Tevin Coleman and, and, and Christian Kirk for Julio okay. and, 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 and what's his name. So, I mean – is that really losing a lot? I don't know about that. You Nobody know I mean? knows that this whole year. If you ask me, a question, I have no idea. Putting, I don't know if some guy on my team will give me forty or four for Devont- from week Devont- to week. Just no Devont- idea. Devontae is just like I haven't believed in him in a couple years now, a couple seasons though. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, to me, his uh, fantasy production is declining. You know. Yeah, but if he's healthy, you're winning. If he's not, then that's that's where the problem becomes. Uh, you know, you know who's been a good little sneaky play for me on the on the team that I really haven't even let get in the game yet. Who? But I but but I've been watching him and I'm like he's fighting to get on the field. It's Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, our waiver wire is Cole tonight. <laughs> he got I mean, him. He already got him. Oh, he got him. Oh, he already got him. He's doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about people I got. Yeah. He's doing better than Fitzgerald is the last couple of weeks. You know, Fitzgerald's been dead. I mean, yeah. he went. He was hot, and he got cold as ice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, you got a lot of names, but if you can't put it together, what do you really have? Right. You know what I'm saying? Just a bunch of names. No, you're right. So, I mean, both yeah. y'all, you, you better win this week. You got a big game. You got a. Uh, and see, your team now looks. Damn, it looks good now. It mm-hmm. looks good. Why don't you play Burrito? Um. Because nobody wants him. I mean, like, I mean, I don't have any leverage with that trade. Like, I mean, yeah, you the, know, and then I'm not going to drop him because I have burned week 10 and I need Breeder to be in the lineup. Hopefully, Tevin Coleman gets hurt after you win, right? I'm not going to wish anything bad on you, but I hopefully <laughs> Tevin Coleman gets hurt at the end of the game and yeah. then Breeder can play week 10 versus Burn. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I, I can't drop him because James White is out that week. You know, uh, Fournette is out that week, you know. Yeah. And um, No, Brita is tough to deal for or deal because you just don't know how many carries he's going to get. His, his, his carries are quality because he can break one, but it and this is what we're, we're, the show's been about so far. It's talking about how in the middle of the season – you're not going. You're not putting people in the lineup for talent. You're going based off matchups and the ability on how much you know they're going to get the ball. the The talent thing, you know, this week for instance, I was telling Dog, I said, you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna sit David Montgomery. He had a great game last week, but I don't trust him because the coach forgets he's on the team sometimes. So I'm yep. going with I'm going with guys I know are going to get quantity. The guy Mark Walton. The, the reason there's so much hype on Mark Mark, Mark Walton on, on, in uh, uh, Miami is because basically they know he played 90 percent of the snaps last night. So if you tell me a guy's going to be in the game 90 percent of the time, I'm all over it. 
and and you know the production may not be there, but you got you got to play those percentages. Got to. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just like I said, man. This is you. I'm gonna be honest with both of y'all. There's no there's no strategy to this. No. This is just this is just pure luck. Well, you know that's it. Stone. It's a I yeah. call it I call it top stone to you guys. So I'm just letting you know my all our listeners. But it's sort of a strategy because you can match up a certain player with a weaker defense. And you, you could bench, say like you could you could match say like if if you played uh say like Cole Beasley and then he's going up yeah. against Miami and their defense sucks. It's sort of it, it is kind of like a strategy, sort of, but I understand where you're coming from because it it, it more of it has to do with luck. Just like you said. Oh, yeah. But it's still well, a, you got you got guys that gonna produce right. the problem is you don't know what night uh, gonna like for instance. You know, you get a guy like Marvin Jones who's going to give you forty some points. Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever. See, I don't know that I'll ever see that again. Right, but you never know, I don't know that because you told me a few weeks ago, you were like, "Well, you never know." Week in and week out with Detroit's receivers, they have two number ones. They have Marvin Jones yeah, 40, and they have Galladay. Forty. Yeah, that's a stretch. I mean, for somebody to put up forty twice in a year, that's a stretch. Yeah, it that's is a stretch. a stretch, but it can happen. Most likely with a quarterback, you know, it it happened with a quarterback more than like a receiver, you know. But mm-hmm. I've been I've been having like uh, issues with my team. Like I've been having issues with like Fournette getting in the box. Fournette is a top three back in the league. Fournette's been balling. You know, he's he's a He's a hog, hog meaning you're a th- uh, three down back, and um, you know you're catching passes out the backfield like a Zeke would, or like yeah. you know just like your boy is a hog, but he's diminishing Freeman. You know what I'm saying? But it's yeah, you know, you want that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Fournette got stuffed on the one yard line this week, but you know it is it is what it is. He just have problems getting in the end zone, but other than that, man, shit. He's busting his ass for my team. He's, he's keeping me alive. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. well, I thought D Hop was gonna be your was gonna be your saving grace. I thought well, D Hop, D Hop's been playing decent. He's giving me. I mean, what else can you ask for? As long as your receiver gets over twenty, you're happy. I'm happy. That's what I'm saying. He's done well. For yeah, you. he he, he, he done well for me two times in a row. But you know what? He hasn't in uh, this week. He didn't end up in the the box. You know, so that kind of killed me. You know what I'm saying? So the box really what what killed me, and uh, and well, my game with Rock and um, D.D. Westbrook got hurt. He got injured, but yeah. you know you can't predict injuries. You know it's tough, and you know how you look at our league, the Coxman League. You guys, um, all our listeners, the best league in America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you want to, the entry fee might be 500 next year. Ooh, we said, but up. we're just like. Everybody in our league is really tough. You know, it, it, it's a tough league because if you go out on the waiver wire, you damn near can't find nothing but a defense. Yeah, yeah. You know, right what I'm now saying? this yeah. what I'm this what I'm hoping for. Like I'm I'm matching up against Reg, and he doesn't have Pat Mahomes. You know, like because they That's go great. 
So Reds has Reds is like no Reds Murray's decent, but he's not Pat Mahomes. You know, so it's like Reds has to play Murray on Thursday. You know, he has to play him. I think because he doesn't want to wait on a game time decision uh, for Sunday for Pat Mahomes, knowing he has a dislocated uh, kneecap. Yeah, and the waiver wire you know? is, is there's nobody, no quarterback you want Pat right Mahomes now. Mahomes is coming back. Well, he can wait and see, you know, or would you play him? So Reds has like, you know, he has a lot going on, man. Mm-hmm. You know, he, 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 you know, you either gonna play Murray or lose him on Thursday night. That's what I like because it's, it's the pressures on him. Yeah, to play Murray, you know. He just got Kenya. He got Kenya Drake over there in Arizona. That caused the problem for you, uh, Burn. Well, the thing is, that's we were talking about that. Arizona is weird with David Johnson. No, I I don't know how serious it is. I, all I hear is it's day to a week to week. Then it's a game time decision. But he doesn't go to practice, and then he doesn't play. So I don't know what that all means, but. You know, you got to start making moves. That's why I went and picked up Mark Walton last week because I could see that I knew that there was a possibility Drake would be traded. I knew that he was getting more snaps. And now, even though he's on a terrible team, just the possibility that you're looking at somebody who's in the game 90 plus percent of the time, you got to you got to run him out there again. I think, you know, he like I said, he got sick. He caught he he probably would have had 10 points last night, but he coughed up the ball. But he, you got to run him out there. 90% of the time, as a running back, starting running back in the league at this time of year with buys and injuries, you might have to just run him out there. That's that's cause Just to make up for those sorts of things like with David Johnson. And he can't replace David Johnson, but he'll give you a little something because he's going to be out there. Everybody has action, but, hey, you know, it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, I feel like you have a good shot. I feel like you have a good shot. Yeah, I know. You have, yeah, you're right. I, you have a good shot, and um, you put together a good draft, really. And um, we'll just see what happens, man. Because I know your uh, your 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 thing is around Christmas time when you come back to L.A. to come to. Uh, you want me to roll you to Burns' house to pick up your check? <laughs> That's what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the liquor store is right around the corner. You know, many of my friends. I've contributed to too many of my friends' success, and now you're right. This is time for the payback. Yeah, of course, it's time to get it's time to get a whole lot of this thing, man. I can't sit around here and just watch everybody else get paid. All my boys, yeah, get paid. Yeah, I just got a twenty five hundred dollar check. I'm being on that. Yeah, exactly. You got it. Being on that. Jeez. So you know, it's time to get mine. So at least, at least I could play for free for a few years. You know what I'm That's saying? That's good. That's the at whole least thought. Feel like that. That's the whole thought. And at some point, we're gonna get a, a belt or a trophy. It's it's coming. So anyway, thank you, Todd, for joining us. You have any words for the people you want to share with this fantasy season? Any advice? Any advice for the fantasy? Yeah. Oh, man. Do your homework. Do a lot of homework. Because if you don't, up. you're gonna be out there on a, on a, on a ship sinking. You're right. Without no bread. There's stuff out here. Yeah. Do your homework. Agreed. So that's what that's my advice in closing. Awesome. So I'll see y'all later, man. Y'all go ahead and do your thing, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, brother. All right, All right man. Top. Thanks for joining us. Okay. All, All right. right. All right. Bye. All right. Well, that was Top. Top joined us. <laughs> always full of advice and other such valuable information. Top always want to change rules. Always. But that's but okay. that's what it's all about. Make the league better. Yeah. Hundred percent. 
I'm I'm a good throat motherfucker. Dog. That's it. Dog, do you have anything to add to the people? Yeah, you guys, you know, like uh, if you're be a spoiler. If you're in a spoiler position in fantasy like I am right now, do it. Kill it. You know what I'm saying? Get on that waiver wire. Don't give up. Pay attention to the news. You know what I'm saying? So just keep pushing. Keep pushing. Keep your head up. And then kind of like like in my situation, be aware of next year's draft. <laughs> Start looking at next year's draft like, you know, like where the chips you know, we're going to fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So good luck, everybody. All right. Quick question. If Antonio Brown is on a team next year, do you take him? No, fuck no. <laughs> he put me through so much shit this year. I traded my whole lineup. I traded my whole lineup, man. You did. You did. Antonio. Oh, boy. Well, I'm anyway, not fucking with Antonio Brown. Don't do it. Don't do it, folks. Um, some housekeeping. Uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook.com at My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. And you can find me at B underscore M-B-B-F-P, like My Big Black Fantasy Podcast, on Twitter. It's been a pleasure, folks. We will see you next week. Peace. Peace.